All right, we are smack dab in the middle of January. Or are we in the middle? Yeah, it's January 13th. Yeah, we're getting there. So we're getting there. 2019's on its way. I'm going through, starting. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. And I hope you guys are having a great 2019. Uh, same sponsors. If anybody wants to sponsor the podcast, please get a hold of me um, through Joy's Happy Endings at gmail.com or on the website or uh, any, on Instagram, anything like that. Um, it doesn't have to be actually monetary. I am looking for some supplies such as lotions, CBD, anything like that. Um, but right now we have our amazing sponsors. Uh, we have BlueApron.com. Blue Apron is super cool. I've talked about it before and I'll talk about it again at least until they cancel us because they don't want to hear from me anymore. Uh, BlueApron.com is a one-stop click. So you go on the website, you decide what food that you would like. You get to pick from like six or seven menu items and then they send it to you with the recipe card. You don't have to leave the house. Um, I sure, it seems like this is a theme with me is not like wanting to leave the house so it, this is my type of thing it's awesome the recipes are good um everybody's new year's resolution we're all starting to eat healthy i mean at least until march so um give blue apron a, a try and if you use blueapron.com slash happy endings which is b-l-u-e-a-p-r-o-n dot c-o-m slash h-a-p-p-y-e-n-d-i-n-g-s you get 30 percent off your first box um we also have Famous Smoke Shop. Uh, maybe your resolution was to take up smoking, start smoking cigars. You want to look cool. You want to look like Bill Clinton. You want to be the president of the United States. Uh, Famous Smoke Shop is the shop for you. Um, and they have two promo codes for us, HOT20, which is H-O-T-2-0. And you get $20 off a purchase of $145 or more. Or HOT10, and you get, which is H-O-T-1-0, and you get $10 off a purchase of $85 or more. We also have a Handy App. Handy App, if you want to, let's say maybe you broke up with your person on New Year's and now you want to clean out their shit, Handy App can help you. Uh, they took the bed. You need to build a new bed. Handy App can help you. Handy App, once again, is the one-stop app where people will come to you for any type of need that you have, such as house cleaning, such as building stuff, um, pool service. Handy App is a super amazing app. And if you go and use our promo code APPSAVE30, which is A-P-P-S-A-V-E-3-0, you get 30% off your first booking. Uh, shoe Dazzle, <laughs> we all know I love shoes. I'm actually looking down at my shoes right now. Shoe Dazzle is where you actually go online and you take a quiz and then somebody fucking shops for you. You don't have to shop. You don't have to leave the house and pretty shoes will show up at your door once a month. It's a subscription service. They can You can cancel it at any time. You can suspend it if maybe you have too many shoes, which whatever. Don't understand how that would happen. But um, Shoe Dazzle, if you use the ha promo code HAPPYSHOES, which is H-A-P-P-Y-S-H-O-E-S, -E you get $10 off your first box. Uh, Dollar Days. Dollar Days is an um, awesome website. This website is a bulk website where you can get shampoo, conditioner, I don't know, maybe you decided for the new year you were going to take over an orphanage. This is the place you're going to want to go. Uh, maybe you want to help the homeless. I don't know what your new year's resolution is. We all don't know what mine is. So um, 
Yeah, if you go to Dollar Days and you use promo code HAPPYENDINGS20, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-2-0, you get $20 off your purchase of $200 or more. Or Happy Ending Ship, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-S-H-I-P, you get a flat rate of $9.95 for shipping. Now, this web um, podcast is pretty cool because it's a husband and wife. I actually massage Stephanie and Tom. So in the middle of the podcast, they switch roles and on the who's on the table. It starts with Stephanie and then Tom. Tom was actually the person I took stand-up comedy class, which if you guys have listened to this podcast, I've mentioned him a couple times. So I was very excited to get him on the table and... His wife, who I met a couple times, it was nice to actually get to meet her. And then, of course, their rescue bulldog, Abigail. So, enjoy. Picture, but don't get my uh, boobs. Suckish. No side boobs. This is my first podcast. No is one, it really? No one ever has me on their podcast. Oh, I was excited. I'm trying to do couples. Okay, oh, put your head in the hole. Put your head in the hole. Yay! Okay, one, two, three. That's the picture I forgot to take with Neil Brennan. Like a jackass. Because I am professional. You're going to have a checklist. I know. I have my sponsor checklist. Who's your sponsor? Um, We have six. We have Blue Apron. Um, We have Famous Smoke Shop. We have Handy App. We have Shoe Dazzle and Dollar Days. Well, we've got to find out about all that stuff when you later. Yes. So you guys are starting. Are you starting the podcast together? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Have you ever had a massage before? Yes. Okay. It's been a while. And on the table. Do you go by Clark? Is that your last name? Yeah. Okay. On the table. Not officially, though. Not uh, legally. Not legally? She's Phillips. Get undressed. Get on other sheets. Ooh, you're in for a treat. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. Stephanie Phillips Clark. Is this part of the. Did we start? Yeah, we're started. Oh, oh wow. First time talking. Hey, to- is Tom allowed to be talking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. When I did, I feel like I'm name dropping, and I, I'm not doing it on purpose, but when I did Bert and Leanne, um, Leanne and Bert were in the same room together, so Leanne talked during, well, Bert kind of talked during both of them, <laughs> we're going to be serious, so, um, and I liked it, so I'm trying to get couples to do it, because it's fun, and, like, I've got Danish and O'Neill who are not a couple because they're two men and they're both married. Um, but I like the back and forth because it's kind of fun to have a third person. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of why I thought of you guys because you guys can kind of be my guinea pig. So Tom's allowed to talk. Tom is allowed to talk unless you don't want him to, and then we can just shush him. But we're good. I hey, sh- talk. Hey, sh- <laughs> I'm giving him our dog a massage while you're doing that. <laughs> How long have you, you're the, she's the rescue, right? Yeah, Abigail. Aww. Okay, and this is your first podcast that we're doing? Like, yeah, no one's ever actually going to do their podcast. Aww. I, I barely talk to sad. her. <laughs> That's why we're starting a podcast, so Tom's forced to talk. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, we limit it to 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh, the battery's going to run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even plug the microphone in. Oh, my God. See what happens when you're hungover? It's still working. Um, all right. 
So, hi. Hello. Hello. Now, I'd like to ask first, like, have you ever had any, like, crazy injuries or... Um, I had a car accident about 10 years ago, and then I saw a chiropractor. But so you married me anyways. Shh. <laughs> 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 it's the only thing about this podcast is you can't relax enough where you don't talk. Right. It's the only part where I'm like, no, 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 you can't fall asleep. I will stick my elbow in you. But no crazy breaks, no crazy hospital visits? No, I haven't. Now, what do you do to relax? What is your relaxing? <laughs> is this a PG-13 thing? or? Nope. The name of the podcast is Happy Endings of Joy Island, so no. I enjoy a little porn, a little time to myself. Okay. I'm sure Tom likes to hear that. I'm well aware of it. <laughs> I, can I tell him, don't come down here for five minutes. <laughs> and five minutes is being generous. <laughs> Usually, he just hold one or two minutes. Poor, and poor Abby has to sit there and watch our dog. Well, I, don't, I don't make eye contact. <laughs> no, she, see, I like to. Anytime I'm in the bedroom, I like to make eye contact with the dogs. Cause it just makes it <laughs> more intimate. You cannot. You, you sort of give each other knowing looks. <laughs> When your husband's around, you're like, remember earlier today? Watch what mom, you licked yourself in front of me, so this is what I'm going to do in front of you. <laughs> you're super tight. Are you ticklish? Or is Thank this... you. Oh, You're welcome. <laughs> um, I bartend, so my back's all fucked up. Okay. And I used to get like a monthly massage, and then I just stopped, but I should get back to it. Now, what kind of porn do you watch? Uh, I just... I like the, the taxi ones, like the strangers. Nah. Yeah. Because I write romance books. Uh-huh. So I'm all, who? what kind of genre are you into? Like, I've written a dirty lesbian book, and then I've written, like, rock and roll romances. So. Now, no strangers. You'll appreciate this. You saw that. Because you had a... Well, you saw today that Trump misspelled smoking. He spelled it smocking. I didn't. I have it. I honestly got up, yelled at the kids to get them to school, and then kind of got dressed, may or may not have put makeup on, and then came here and forgot the charger to my computer. And I'm freaking out a little bit. <laughs> but I remember you had, your, when you wrote your book, you had a. Um, oh. I'm spelling error right on your book. On the cover. On the cover. <laughs> on the cover, it was surviving faith. Mm. Yeah. And it was already printed out, right? Yeah. And, and somebody, a reader, noticed it. Yeah. <laughs> so the day I published it, I was super excited. I did all these author things on Facebook, and I was talking to all my readers. And then um, it was like ten o'clock at night. I was getting into bed. Super proud of myself. And I had sex with my husband. I was like, fucking this is a good day. He's asleep, obviously, because as soon as he comes, that's what men do. <laughs> and um, I get this message on my phone, and it's like, hey, sweetie. And I'm like, hi. And she's like, hey, I love the book. I'm already halfway done with it. P.S. Did you mean to spell surviving wrong? Oh, like, no, no. So I got, and I mean, I had teasers made. I mean, that cover was everywhere. And it was her husband who noticed it, a fucking cop. So 
I called because I was getting them printed, and I called the lady, and I'm like, oh, my God, my cover is spelled wrong. Can you stop the printing? And she's like, honey, let me do what I can. It's 10 o'clock at night. The printers are closed. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And she's like, I will call you tomorrow. And um, instead of calling me, she sent me a text message with the tracking number. So, yeah, I have 20 copies of my book spelled incorrectly. Just 20? Yeah. Well, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it still hurt. Yeah. And then, of course, my mom's like, Sissy, that's the one I want. I'm like, of course, you want the one I fucked up on. Yeah. That's the one that's worth money. (laughs) Right. Like Stephen King and the Shinning. The Shinning. <laughs> the Shinning. <laughs> the sh- and the It. Mm-hmm. Okay, besides porn, what else do you do to relax? I'm very interested in this because I've never had a woman straight up say she likes porn, which makes me kind of happy. Uh, like I, I used to drink, but I quit drinking a few months ago. I okay. Do, do that to relax. I just watch a lot of TV. Uh, I don't know. Kind of Abby. Take care, Abby. No. Shh, quiet. <laughs> See, I can't watch porn. I don't have the self-esteem for porn. As I start watching it, I'm like, oh, she's so skinny. Oh, she's so pretty. No, I don't. I don't want to be a part of that. I like notice the house decor. I'm like, oh, those are nice curtains. <laughs> I should have those. There's a comedian. Wait a minute. Is that how we've designed our house? Yeah. Based on browsers. Uh huh. You know what? That table does look familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should have an HGTV show on in porn. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's go the... have sex over on the veranda. The over on the dresser. This is a the available at uh, yeah. Just no idea. Either that or they come into a porn set and they're like, Oh, this is all wrong, honey. Right. And they just totally fix up the porn set. How are you supposed to spread your legs in a V? Uh, and you can like click on the items you want. Yeah. <laughs> like it's available two hundred ninety nine on Amazon. Everybody keeps trying to click the porn stars. The porn stars are not available. <laughs> Display only. We're just showing you what it would look like. <laughs> so you still do comedy, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, I do stand up and I produce some shows. Ooh. Yeah. Early on, I realized, like, oh, well, you have to run shows to get on other people's shows. So mm-hmm. And then I just, I really started liking pr- producing shows, too, figuring out the lineup. I haven't done that. That sounds like fun, though. Like, I would really like to it's do It's worth that. it. It's like, for all the work you put in, like, I've been doing comedy, like, a lot longer than Steph, so I've been doing it 24 years, but she's sort of figured out more of the shortcuts, like, you know, because I, I spend so much time trying to get into clubs and this mm-hmm. and that, and it's just like, you know, you can book your own room, and, you know, and the venue pays you some money, and then you book the comics from that amount you're paid, and, and you've got this guaranteed night every month that you're going to go up, and you can decide if you want to host, if you want to feature, if you want to do whatever, Right. and uh, it's just so much smarter, and it's like, why, you know, that's what we always say. Is and it's like quality shows, too, like, a lot of shows I do in L.A., they're, they're not good, there's no one that shows up. Yep, they're all comics. Or there's, like, too many comics on the lineup, and the show's, like, two and a half hours, mm-hmm. so I like being in control and, and putting the show together, and, like, you know, I get people, like, because we're out in the suburbs, we get real audience. So you do it out here? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I was trying, I think I'm going to try and get one in Santa Clarita. Oh, nice. I have one out there, too, at the Dude's Brewery. 
Oh, you're the ones that, that does dudes? Uh-huh. Nice. All right. I should come out to it. I should, yes. Because anytime I'm doing open mics or mics, I'm driving. I'm <laughs> just driving you, so much. Do you live out there? I do. I live in Santa Clarita. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll have you on the show out there. It's still ongoing. That's awesome. Yeah, they're, we're having a manager transition out of there, so we might. We'll I don't see. know what's going to happen, but. That's we'll what see. happened to Hooters. My oh, yeah. favorite. That was my favorite mic. I loved that mic. And they got a new general manager, and he. Because the mic was Wednesday at 10 o'clock, and he's like, no, I want the upper room for football. And we're like, what football game's on at Wednesday at 10? Right. right. And, I mean, the guys did it all. They built the stage. They would set up. It sucks. It just sucks when you don't have people on your side and, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So now they actually went across the street, and it's at Cabo Wabo now. And the stage is bigger. So, I mean, it, I guess it worked out for the best. Parking's cheaper. So that's always nice for me. That's at, in Santa Clara? or No, that's uh, um, in, Hollywood. in Hollywood. Well, plus, aren't all the Hooters just closing in general? Like, I think so. <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of. Yeah, you should start a show out in Valencia. Just, I think, yeah, it's, uh, there's nice people that come out to the shows. Yes. Because, I mean, I'm doing, I mean, like, you know, I'm doing everything. I got a job at the comedy store. What's <laughs> your job? I'm a food runner. Oh, really? I've never worked in a kitchen a day in my life, and I bring chicken tenders to very drunk people and try and get on friends and family now. So You should, uh, there should be like, what comedy club, they should have an in-house masseuse, that's what it should be. So I've been doing the green rooms at some of the shows. Um, I did the green room at the Goddamn Comedy Jam. Oh, yeah. And I've met some really amazing people. Like, I stood next to Tony Braxton. And giggled. <laughs> I was all, <laughs> and then she looked at me and I walked away very quickly. Um, and did you then, get Bill Burr? Was he? Did you get the massage, Bill? <laughs> I'm not, but I talked to him. Oh, he's so nice. And Bill Burr hates the song Bohemian Rhapsody <laughs> with a passion. So we were at the goddamn comedy jam, and Jim Jeffries did. Bohemian Rhapsody, because what you do is you do like 15 minutes of stage time, and then the band comes on and you sing. It's a fucking amazing way to get comedy and rock and roll together. Mm-hmm. And Jim Jeffries did Bohemian Rhapsody, and Bill Burr was in the green room just, fuck this song! Why the fuck it? This isn't even their best song! <laughs> and then Jim Jeffries got off stage and Bill Burr was like, what the fuck are you doing? Why that song? <laughs> Yeah, it's it a hard fun. song to pull off too. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. plus it's like I, I always hate picking a karaoke song that's like eight minutes long, and then you're like three minutes in there, you're like, oh my god, I've got five more minutes. Can I start doing comedy now? Uh, so then you got a job at the comedy store to go up. Uh huh. Oh, that's cool. Because I mean, we're there all the time. Like we do. There's a podcast there called Kill Tony that John and I kind of do date night with, and it's just basically me trying to get up on stage, and I take my husband along to pretend. But you you did kill Tony, right? I've been up on four times, four okay. or five times. Yeah, so, and then I get to do the potluck every once in a while, because now I'm friends with the door guy, so I don't know. And I just started doing the massage to try and get in, too, because I'm kind of hoping they're like, oh, this chick's kind of funny, and she touches me naked. <laughs> So maybe I'll let her open for me. So <laughs> that's how it works there. That's what I'm trying. 
Is uh is Chow Fang still there? Fang Chow, yes. <laughs> I know Chow from Milwaukee. He was very drunk last night. Oh, I imagine. We were all, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tried to do karaoke for the first time, and some chick, I don't know who she was, but later on she told me she had brain damage, so I can't be mean. She jumped on in like the beginning of Bobby McGee and took over <laughs> to the point where I was in the back of the stage with the microphone down, like, right. I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> Are you alive down there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a podcast. Though. You, well, <laughs> you won't shut up. What? <laughs> Good one. I think she was talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> so... What like what are your plans now? Like what's your next step? Oh, for comedy or for anything? <laughs> or for the day to get through the day? What are you gonna do to get through the day? Let's. What does <laughs> Stephanie Phillips Clark do to get through the day? Well, tomorrow we're going to the Sizzler. We have a show off there, so that's pretty Torrance. cool. Oh, that's fun. The Sizzler and Torrance. Um. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, we got New Year's Eve in Oxnard. Oh, at Levity. Levity, yeah. Hell yeah. No, we're not at Levity. Probably. I mean, not Levity. Uh, we're at Straight Stones. <laughs> oh, okay. It's You're off liner. the show. I'm sorry. That's one of the shows Steph is booking. Oh, very cool. Is How many shows do you book for? I've about four. Hell yeah. Four or five. Yeah. That's cool. Now, do you ever take... Did you take Tom's class? <laughs> no. He was my no. best student. <laughs> How did you guys meet? We met at uh, we met at a bar show in Dallas and Oaks, and I I always tell him I liked him because he didn't try too hard. And I always <laughs> say that I was trying my hardest. <laughs> so you were doing comedy already when you met him? Yeah, I was only a year into it though. Nice. Yeah. How far into it are you now? It's almost eight. Damn. Yeah, but it feels like uh, four months. Not uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, the first time I did Kill Tony, I bombed. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember you going up. I've had a couple of my students asking, I'm like, it's just not a good... I mean, nobody's funny in a minute. I mean, Bill Burke could walk up there and do a minute, and he's not going to kill. And people are going to be like, yeah, you seem too angry up there. <laughs> so you'll you know? do a minute of it? You do one. I, you know what, though? You'd be surprised how many people... Like, I have my Kill Tony jokes that are just specifically, like, if I get called up on Kill Tony... Yeah. And uh, you'd be surprised. There's been a couple times people have killed so hard that um, they'll get time. Like this one kid, Jay Snow, he did a minute, and it was so funny. He had like three applause breaks in a minute. Huh. And um, Ron White the next day was like, come open for me. Oh, wow. So, I mean, and I know like Brian Redband, he has the Ice House shows, and there's been times not with me. <laughs> where he's like, hey, you want to come do five minutes at the Ice House? So it's pretty, and you get, it's the number one live podcast in the world. Mm-hmm. So you get a lot of exposure. Like every time I get up, I get a lot of hate mail or a lot of followers on Instagram. So, yeah, that's cool. Because the last time I did Kill Tony, I did um, my miscarriage joke. Oh, geez. Which killed, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> more than the babies. 
And um, yeah, other people were like, I can't believe you joked about miscarriage. And then I had other people were like, holy shit, that was the funniest that I've heard. So I don't know. You can do it. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who do the minute for their first time. Like a lot of times, like they'll yeah. be just shaking up there and Tony's like, is this your first time on stage? And they're like, yeah. So that's just a way for people who don't. Like I had no idea how to do it. The first time I did stand up, I did five minutes. I paid $5 for five minutes at the haha. And then I didn't know what else to do until, and then I waited two years until Derek's like, have you ever done stand-up? Right. And I was like, yeah, I paid five minutes at the ha-ha once. And that's when he's like, okay, you need to talk to my friend Tom. So, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing is, I don't know how people start out here. Like, I, I started in Milwaukee, so it was like, you know, easier because there's no pressure. Nobody knows what we're doing. So right. <laughs> it's like a unique thing. and you know, you can bomb sort of in private. <laughs> nobody knows any better. And that was before the internet. So I was like, no, you know, nobody was recording your sets and posting them online. Uh-huh. And, you know, so. Writing you hate mail on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine the monsters it's, on that. <laughs> it's so mean. Now, did you start out here, Stephanie? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. Now, what, and sometimes, you know, like, because you started out here too, right? Uh-huh. So it's like. For me in the beginning, sometimes bookers only remember or think of me as how I started. They don't see my progress. Yes. So, like, sometimes I don't get better spots on other people's shows that who I started with because they just see me as, like, you know, the person I was eight right. years ago. Which is ridiculous because I can tell you my comedy from when I started to now is completely different. And I'm sure in... 10 years it'll be completely different or it won't be going at all <laughs> depending on how bad it drives me now so yeah I think the key is you can't judge yourself against other people and you gotta kind of just we all have our own path to doing it and okay. you can't you know yeah you just gotta you gotta enjoy the journey that's that's one thing Steph taught me was when I started it was like because when we met I said oh I really I want to be on Conan uh-huh. and she's like then what and I was like uh, I don't know. And then she, her point was just sort of that, like, well, what about what you're doing now? You're, you're working, you're a working comic. And then I was like, yeah, you're right. And then when I started working on my Conan set and actually got to do Conan, I think it was much more fulfilling because like, oh, wow, like I enjoyed everything leading up to that. And when I got Conan, it was just a great accomplishment and, you know, something I was very happy about and and could move on to the next thing without being like, well, now what? Right. You know, so I, I think that's the important is you got to enjoy what you're doing now, which is, the, you know, it's sort of the fun is the journey of it, of like bombing on a Kill Tony night or, <laughs> or killing on a Kill Tony night uh-huh. or just, you know, singing Bobby McGee and somebody takes the mic from you. <laughs> with brain damage. Yeah. Let's, let's keep that one in there. Yeah. And I was like, what is happening right now? That's most of the comedy story of the brain damage. Yes. <laughs> Although it is my favorite place in the world. Like, I walked in there and I'm like, okay, home. This is where I belong. And then all the door guys started talking shit to me. And I'm like, yep, it's just like home. I, I remember when I first started, I performed there. And they, I don't know. It's probably different staff. And I, I've heard it's gotten better. But they were just so rude to my you know, my friends that came out there, my mom. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I've always found the comedy store to be pretty dark and uh, not very welcoming. I, I'm just, like, I got into comedy because I was like, oh, I like having fun and I like making people laugh. And it's like, and I feel like sometimes 
out here, it's like, what's your message, man? What are you saying on stage, man? Yeah. And I'm like, I, you know, for me, it's like, it's not, I'm not trying to change the world with my stand-up. I'm just like making people laugh. Or just right. LA clubs in general. It's all like, all they care about is just the names. Uh-huh. You know. And, no, but I, I like know. that because what you said about enjoying the journey because you have all these millennials who have a lot of entitlement and I've seen it and it's great. Like I need to be on stage. And I'm like, well, why? Like what makes you better? So it's not, and I do like, I get excited anytime somebody's like, I will do your podcast. Or if I write them and I'm like, Hey, do you want to do my podcast? And they say yes. Or, Hey, do you want time? It's, it's fun. Like that journey's fun. And why not? Cause who knows where it's going to go. So. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, I, and that's why I never, I was never big on trying to get into all the major clubs. I, I just like, I didn't like the idea of somebody saying, like, I got to approve you. I, I, I did audition for Mitzi, I think, when I first moved out. <gasps> did you really? I mean, I, don't, I never even met her or anything, but, you know, but to me, it's like, why is this person the gatekeeper? Like, you know, what do they know over someone else? And I just felt like I, I just want to be doing stand up. Like, I right. don't really want. So I don't know. It's it's uh I, I just I just think yeah. I mean for me it's like I, I just like being on stage and that's the fun part of everything. So. Oh yeah, they hand you that magic talking stick and it's fun. Yeah. But I don't know. There was just something about the comedy story that clicked with me. But I could see it with other people. Like I have a dog named Mitzi. Like. Oh really? I have a dog named Farley as well. So, <laughs> You're know. pretty comedy. Uh. Just a little. <laughs> yeah. My kids are you know. Oh, um, I have a kid named Brody, and <laughs> Stevens Brody, Brody, Brody Stevens Brody, or Stevens Brody Stevens. Um, I told him that once. I'm like, yeah, we have a. My youngest son's name is Brody, and he goes, thank you. <laughs> he's so funny. <laughs> he knows. Yeah, he was like, oh my gosh, when I was taking classes with you, I told him, and he's like, I love Tom. So yeah, he's so funny. He's so. I, I've known when I first uh, came to LA, Brody and I competed in this competition for like Comedy Central, and I saw Brody. I'm like, what is this guy doing? He's yelling at the crowd for seven minutes, you know, because we just had seven minute sets. Uh huh. Sorry, my legs are hairy. No, that's sexy. I'm digging it. Uh, she's apologizing to me. Ah. Uh, um. <laughs> she's natural, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it's all natural. Yeah. You don't want any of these fake. Women and they're all around LA. Yeah. 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 Boom. Um, this leg hair is real. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the Fake leg hair like these <laughs> other women. Do you guys like bounce off of each other like all day long? Uh, yeah, we'll yeah we'll definitely like uh, make each other laugh. I don't know. We're... He's always walking away from me, and I <laughs> come back here and listen. Listen. What do you think of this? Yeah, well, not not so much like we don't really even we just we don't I, we don't write comedy together. Yeah, we haven't really written comedy. I'll together. just I'll be like, hey, I have this idea, and then he'll like help me punch it up or you know get to the meat of it. But, right. But if we write like a script, like we do our our web series, The Clarks. Yes, um, we do. So that I'll usually write the idea like we'll have an idea and then I'll I'll write out the script and then she'll go over the script and kind of give me notes on that like how to like oh we don't need this we should put that in there yeah. like little punch-up story so. I'm good at dialogue right yeah. and cutting 
so then we uh so yeah in that respect we work together and just here and there we'll just kind of have funny moments we experience and then we're like oh my god that would be a good episode so um i don't know i think it'd be fun because john i mean john's a wimp and would never get on stage but him and i we were like oh that's like like this morning i was super hungover and i was at a stoplight after dropping the kids off and i looked over and some chick was holding this large large starbucks and i started in my head cat calling it it's like oh baby you're so pretty like i wonder what you taste like and so i called john and was like yeah i just cat called starbucks (laughs) and he's like that would be a funny bit so and then we work it out so i i don't know that would be cool and i don't know yeah well sometimes sometimes we'll have those moments of like whose bit is that like is that your show and i've done i've done jokes of hers on stage She's done jokes of mine on stage. I think comics do jokes of mine on stage. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. What did, uh, did you call them out or what did you do? No, one of them was way bigger than I was. And I actually, I did it on Kill Tony. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, but it's also a very easy joke to come to. So I don't know if it was parallel thinking. What was, uh, what was it? It was the, I don't understand why people are getting mad that women didn't come out 20 years earlier um, with the, Hashtag me too. Well, because 20 years earlier, the hashtag was the pound sign. And oh, yeah. pound me too is a completely different, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, which I mean, I could see it's kind of easy to come to, but it was just very, the way it happened, I don't know, well, was I, very suspicious. Yeah. I had a sketch that was taken from me. Uh, I had submitted something for the man show. Um, and, uh, so I submitted a writing packet, and one of my ideas was something called blow darts, where it was like, you know, and your wife's bothering you to clean up around the house, use blow darts. And right. Was, so it was a funny idea. I submitted it. I didn't hear anything. Pretty sexist. Pretty sexist. Right up there, Allie. Before me. Before you. Yeah, totally. But I, but I mean, that's like the mentality. is like, what's the most sexist, horrible thing you can think of? Like, oh, blow darts. That sounds horrible. Right. Um, so I wrote it, and... Uh, and then I didn't hear anything. And then I, a couple months later, I was in Chicago and I worked with this girl who, she was the host. And I said, we were talking about acting. I said, oh, do you audition for anything? And she's like, oh, I auditioned for this really funny thing. It was for the man show. It's called Blow Darts. And I was like, what? And then she said the sketch. And I was like, yeah, I wrote that. And then I remember I had to email my manager. And I was like, look, I wrote this. They're using it. They already shot it. And he's like, or they said they, said they, they were going to pay me after they shot it. And course they they finally paid me and everything yeah, they got caught they got yeah. caught yeah but it was like you know it's it's yeah it's frustrating but you i don't really care like, i call people out on their stuff because it's just like you can't let people get away with stuff like that you do you? yeah yes, I that's did. all the time i love that yeah i had another one and it i mean like i said well no this one wasn't parallel thinking because it was Years ago, when the fight, like the bad, bad fires, and they were online and they were like, oh, you know, the fire planes are doing the fire retardant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't believe they're still using the name fire retardant. I can't believe they're not using fire disabler. Right. Stupid. And um, this open micer liked it and laughed because I tweeted it. And then the other, like two months ago, he was, he was like, yeah, I can't believe. They're still using fire retardant. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. But I didn't say anything. Right. Because who am I? You, well, that's, but it, you said it and it's like clear, clearly they took it. I think it's important 
I mean, I also think it's important to pick your battles, but I think it's important to call people out on their shit. Well, what? I remember this comic, these comics, there's like a, a showcase in Chicago, and I remember these comics were arguing because they all had these dodgeball bits about mm-hmm. like, uh, whatever. It's something about dodgeball. It's like, oh, no, man, I'm going to do my dodgeball bit. I'm going to do my dodgeball bit. And this comic, there's Jimmy Pardo, and he's like, look, nobody's going to make it based on their dodgeball bit. It's <laughs> like, don't worry about it. Just be funny up there. It's right. like, and I think that is also part of it. Like, if it's something like, like I had somebody who took my closing bit, which was, I did a, I, I still do it. It's, it's a montage where I do a right. slow motion slow montage yeah. at the end of my set of summing up my whole set. And there's another comic who did that. And I, called him out on and, and, he, I, and he did it on comedy central he did it on his comedy central special and i had talked to him several times about it and he said oh i won't do it i'll find another way to do it that won't be like yours i'm like well i don't know how you're gonna do that but yes i'd prefer you not do it anymore and he said okay i won't and he did and uh and then when he went over to uh the gersh agency my my old agent went over there and my old agent was like hey i'm looking forward to being here uh excited i'm excited to work with all the clients but i'll say this i'm not gonna work with and he said the guy's name he's like because he's a thief and uh i don't and i was like and then the next day i got a call from that comic saying hey man we need to talk and i was like like what you took the bit like you you're a thief right they just called you out on it and now he does motivational speaking and uh he's like a tony robbins knockoff It's not. Does he work at the colony store? Totally. Oh no. Robin's no, actually, right. that's funny. That's what Stephen does. He's doing sort of a knockoff. Of yeah. Um. Yeah. I ruined his sobriety last night. Oh no. Because he was. <laughs> um. I made pudding shots. Ooh. With alcohol in them. Right. And I guess I didn't label them, and he had one, and yeah, so that was it. All right. Is there anything you want to say? Um. <laughs> Are you good? Oh, that feels so good. Okay. You're going to talk more with Tom. Uh, yeah, I better because you gonna... keeps interrupting. Huh? <laughs> All right. right. Here you go, dear. Yeah. Let me change out my lotion. Oh, yeah, bathroom's right there if you need to. Do you want me to wash your hands or do you want me or do you want me to wash my hands? No. no Are you okay right. with them? This is the most I ever see them talk, too. It's because I'm awesome. I'm like, yeah, you are. Great host. <laughs> Look at him. He sh- shines with these podcasts. Look at Tom. I love podcasting. You do podcasts all the time, right? Yeah, once in a while. Abby, what's happening? He's got a cute little butt cleavage going on. Yeah. That's just... Part- you gotta put your head oh. in the thing. Oh, I gotta take the picture. You're so smart. Okay, because I forget to take that stupid... That, I mean, that amazing picture that everyone loves. So, okay. You're next, Abby. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three... <laughs> One more. Okay, perfect. Ta-da! All right. And the computer's still running. Woo. You should, you, you know, like, with the podcast, it's great, too, but if you uh, go visit comics, you get a lot of money, I bet. Well, um, I don't take when I do the podcast. Oh. So, um, like, a couple, you know, comments are like, can I pay you? And well, no, I just need you to use my phone number liberally. Please, use my phone number liberally. Anybody you think would be good on the podcast. Because, I mean, it's a fun concept. And some of the comics, 
you, I wouldn't even expect, I mean, we've had the most fun on the table. It's so much fun. And, um, but a couple of them, I'm not going to name drop anymore, but I'm just super excited. Um, a couple of comics have called me and they're like, Joy, come, come. And I'm like, okay. And then that's when I get paid. Oh, that's so. cool. That's awesome. That's a great way to get your business going. Right, because what I'm hoping is, because um, I make a lot more money on the privates than I do the chiropractor. Because mm-hmm. I've been there 11 years and haven't got a raise yet. And it's because it's your own thing, too. Yeah. And I come to them, and, you know, I have the table, I have the sheets. Normally, I have, I'm way more professional than this. I don't, thank God it was you guys. <laughs> oh, with the charger. Yeah, with the charger, not plugging in the microphone at first, just, eh. We'll have to have an event with Funny Girl Events. That's and the massage, yeah. With the massage. Okay. You, you involved. That would be dope. So I do the, well, I do the green rooms too, where I just, you know, I'm not even a comic. I'm just Joy the Massage Therapist. And, but I also, I did it once and I'm trying to get it, trying to find a place for it where I did quickies. So what I did is I also have a massage chair. Uh-huh. And, um. So any of the audience members that wanted to, they put their name in a bucket. And um, I did a disclaimer like, hey, you can't sue me. You can't sue the place, blah, 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 blah. And I pulled their name out of a bucket. And it was me, whoever got pulled out of the bucket, and then a comedian. And we just crowd worked on this person while they were in the chair. And it was so much fun. And it was 15 minutes each set. And I had Joe Dosh. 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 His last name and Brian Simpson, and we had so much fun. But I only had like seven people in the audience. A lot of them were comics, whatever. Um, and so you walk like in the crowd and give a massage, and the comic on stage is riffing. They come up on stage. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. So they came up on stage, and um, stay here. So and then Joe was like, "Joy, this is fucked up," and I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "You basically invited me to do a show where I'm watching somebody get a massage." I'm like, "Oh, that is that is fucked up." Okay. So I got Joe on the table, and then my producer came up, and it was me, Joe, and the producer, and. It was so much fun, and everybody's like, when are you going to do it again? We need to do it again. And, like, the guy who ran the room, he shut us down early because there wasn't very many people in. But even the bartender's like, no, this is fun. Like, you guys need to keep this going. So I'm hoping to start making that a show. That's awesome. Because it's, yeah, it was fun. That's cool. I know I said that a lot, like, fun, fun, fun. But it was so... I mean, I'm trying to get it. I'm actually trying to get it in the belly room at the comedy store. Right oh now. yeah, I can see that. That's yeah, perfect, nice intimate space. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cool. And everybody, like, I have a bunch of comics who are backing it for me, because obviously I'm no one. So they're trying. They're like, Joy, I will back you. Like, I'll endorse it. So we'll. I don't know. We'll see. But any place right now, because I can. I want to do it live, where I just record it and I put it on like Instagram or YouTube or something. Tom's still on the table, by but the way. But that's such a unique concept, and, like, there's always random shows, and that's, like, an actual good idea. Right. So why not? And we have a sponsor for a girls' tour by from Cora. Um, we just mm-hmm. haven't had time to schedule it, because they want us to go, I guess Cora's based in Vegas, and they want us to do at least one show in Vegas, and that's just girls, so I don't know. That's cool. I got a, I've never gotten a massage before. Oh, hi. Are you here? 
You've never had never? a massage? Never. I mean, you know, I, I had somebody like rub out like a kink in my shoulder or something, but I've never had this. Was that a family member? It was a family member. My dad. You want to talk about it? My dad said, tough it out, <laughs> you little bitch. And then stuck his thumb in you? Yeah. I mean, and you're not, not in you, unless uh, you want to start giving secrets. We can do family <clears throat> secrets if we want. I got no secrets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no family. My family sucks. What? What? Your mom's going to hear this podcast. Well, my mom is wonderful and <laughs> cousins are great, but there's just this mom's side that's just so mean. Family's hard. Like, I have one. I love my sister-in-law, but I have one sister-in-law that told me, I don't understand comedy. I don't get it. I don't know why you're doing it. Okay. So... Now, when you're giving a massage, can you tell, like, like, oh, this person has a lot of stuff going on? Or, like, yeah. like does Neil Brennan have, like, because he's pretty prolific, is he like, oh, this guy has no tension? Does he have a lot of tension? What does he, like... He had a lot of tension. Um, he had a lot, because, you know, a lot of it's just, he sits at it, like, seriously, he got off the table, and while I was putting the table away, he went straight to his computer. Oh, wow. And he's hunt, you know, and he's on his couch, and his computer's on his coffee table, so it's not ergonomically correct, and he's hunched over it, probably writing something amazing, and mm-hmm. it's going to make millions, and yeah. So oh, he's staring at you, Tom, so it's a picture. <laughs> oh, baby. She wants next. Abby's already this bulldog. Hi, baby. Abby, this is pretty amazing. I, I don't even give you this good a... She's so confused. Now, does she have loss of the, her back legs, or is she just? That's just how she sits. Because I had a basset hound who, when she was eight, she lost her back legs, oh. so we had to get her a doggy wheelchair. Oh, nice! And um, <laughs> I put in the measurements for it, and the wheelchair people, because it was like five hundred dollars, and the wheelchair people called me, and they're like, um. We think your measurements are wrong. And I'm like, she's a basset hound. And they're like, nope, that's about it. All right. <laughs> okay. We, yeah, we thought there was something wrong with her when we got her. We got her through a rescue group. Because she, she, she you can't get her to walk. Like, she won't do anything that you want her to do. She, she does everything on her own. She's just very stubborn. She's like a kid. But she's yeah. fine. But we just let her control things. Yeah. She runs this bitch. Yeah. I have three kids and three dogs, and oh I don't know a damn thing. And then my husband goes out to sea a lot because he works for the Navy, so I'm single mom a lot. So the dog, yeah, the dogs rule the world. And the kids. <laughs> How old are your kids? Uh, almost eight, almost 13, and 18. Where are you going? Okay. And we'll see if the 18-year-old you survives. You The 18-year-old's my stepson. Oh, okay. Okay. But he was... Three, almost four, when I came into the picture. So he's mine. Oh, wow. Except when he's being a pain in the ass, which is most of the time for an 18-year-old. So are are they all excited about you doing comedy, or how do they, do they always tell you jokes, or? The eight-year, the almost eight-year-old, yes. He sparkles. He might be gay. I'm (laughs) super excited about that, because I've always told him whichever one's gay is going to be my favorite. So, <laughs> so they're all trying their best to be gay. Yeah. I'm gayer than you are. Shut up. <laughs> I looked at a penis. I did it. <laughs> I did it. I looked at it like a microphone. Um, 
But the little one, he sparkles. He skips a lot. So John and I are like, yeah, that's going to be the one. I think in general we should all skip more. I think oh, I completely We could solve agree. a lot of our problems. Except if you're a woman, make sure you wear sports bras while skipping. Cause, huh. Or not. Hello. <laughs> it's not as graceful as you'd think it'd look. It just bounces and hurt. Like, you see those ladies running like down the street. And I'm like, ow, that's, oh, that hurts. Abby's leaving the podcast. She's done. She's like, I'm done with this. Now, have you ever broke anything? No. God damn. Why is no good story? Who's more? Who has more tension in their back? You do. Yeah, in your face. You, yeah. Is it? Do I feel like I? Uh, what? What is it? Does it seem like stress or just? It no. seems like stress, and I don't know how you sit. I don't know your posture. Like shit. I sit like shit. Yeah. Because your back is bowed almost. It's like you can tell that you... You can tell you hunch into yourself a lot. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Tom! <laughs> You're hunched over. <laughs> like, I suggest more porn. Well, okay. Like, oh Tom, just oh, go upstairs more. Oh, boy. Yeah. Now, what do you do to relax, Tom? I settle down with a good book. No, you don't. You never read. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Stephanie, please. See, this is why I like the couples, because you guys call each other out on your shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, you don't. I like tea with my pinky up. No, no, you don't. You drink beer out of a koozie. Like, uh. <laughs> I go to the gym. I, I usually go to the gym. I go for walks here and there. And then, you know, occasionally porn. Okay. We like we like um, smoking cigars. That's nice. Yeah. Like, on our pack, this is you know, we're we're always so proud that we have this place because like uh huh. It, it it we worked hard to be here and like we have a nice little patio and it's so it's feels Outside. it feels so nice to sit out there with a cigar and just chill and. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a sponsor that's. <laughs> Being a smoke shop, and oh. it is a cigar place. And if you use what is it, hot ten, you get ten dollars off your purchase of eighty-five dollars or more. Or if you use hot twenty, you get a twenty dollars off your purchase of a hundred and forty-five dollars or more. So, um, is it online? Yeah. Should I try to work in more sponsors with her? That was freaking awesome. That's the first time that I've been able to do that, and it kind of made me happy. You know, Joy, I hate I hate cooking for myself. Is there anything I could do? I feel, Tom, we should just have sponsors just for Oh, that's what I was going to... I was just going to have our... Every week we're going to have, like, Tide, sponsored by Tide. There you go. And, and then just work in it, and it just hopefully they take us on. Well, also, um, Blue Apron, they go grocery shopping for you. They send you all of the ingredients and the recipe in a box. It's actually really cool. I've used it. And if you go to blueapron.com slash happy endings, you get, what do you get? A prostitute. You get 30% (laughs) off your first order and a prostitute. That that ad probably didn't help that I said prostitute. (laughs) That's all right. I um, I'm really bad at doing the sponsors. Yeah. Because I like re I record them and then like put them in the podcast. And I was like, I don't smoke cigars because they're phallus shaped, and I would put one in my mouth and try and suck it probably, and then get upset that it didn't come. So I don't. I, yeah. 
So my sponsor that's what Tom like freaks out about every time we're having a cigar. He's like, it's like a dick in my mouth. Joy, I would be Joy's favorite son right now. But I'd be like, can I have two, please? <laughs> and another two in my hand. There's, I forgot who the comic was. It's like, I think it was Gary Shanley, and they said, oh, you know, the cigar is just an extension of your penis. And he's like, well, why, why am I lighting it on fire? Then? <laughs> <laughs> why am I cutting the tip off? Well, eh, most people do that. Okay, so no injuries. No, I played football for uh, 11 years. High school? High school and college and Ooh. grade school. What so, college did you go to? St. Norbert College in De Pere, Wisconsin. Right, it's where the Packers have their uh, their training camp. Is that why you were wearing a Packers shirt one night? Yes, mm-hmm. I love the Packers, even though they're this year we've fallen on hard times, but they, they won yesterday. They did. They're still in the hunt. I you believe know, in them. You cannot say anything because my husband loves the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, that was a great game yesterday. Oh, he was so happy. I could have asked for anything yesterday and got it. Did he, he Did he watch the game? Or? He did. Oh, wow. He wow. was so excited. He's like, babe, what? The Dolphins won. Oh, no, they didn't. Is he from Miami? <laughs> no. Just decide. He's from Newhall, Santa Clarita. Oh, yeah. Just huh. his sister's boyfriend liked the Dolphins, and he, I guess... Because John was born in 73 and 72 was that one year that they had the perfect season. Right. So, I, yeah, John was like, the Dolphins, are the, they're going to be the best team ever. And, they're, yeah, they're the Dolphins. Before California had any teams, I feel like we're just like, oh, I like Dolphins. So. <laughs> right. You know what you got to do with this podcast? That you got to put a camera right down here. I because, have that idea. Yeah, because that would be such a great, like, uh, teaser for it is just the person getting the massage well i want to do like you know how like joe rogan or um bobby lee they have the split screen Mm -hmm. i want to do that where one of it is because normally we record it it's just my producer couldn't come today right uh, because she drank for the first time last night at the christmas party and she's dying right now as we speak and she has the camcorder so what she does is she records me massaging but i want to get two cameras and have one just under, so it just shows right. you guys. That is my next thing. But, you know, this is this podcast is only four months old, if that. So we're just, you know, new ideas, new concepts, everything. So you're on iTunes, you're on all those things, all the different formats? Or? I am. I'm iTunes, which was a pain in the ass to get on. SoundCloud is our big one, and then a YouTube, because a lot of people don't want to download apps to listen to me. So I was like, okay, just go on YouTube. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And I have Stitcher, Spreaker, CastBox, like we're everywhere. So why is iTunes so tough? What is, what's the process? Or? Okay, so iTunes you have to submit, and it takes about 72 hours to get on. Mm-hmm. But, okay. It was really dumb, and I figured it out, thank God, and I've done a lot of chat rooms where people are having the same issue, so I got stuck in a loop, so I'd sign in, and it'd go, what do you want to submit, and it has like music, books, or podcasts, so the Podcast Connect, sorry, I'm using your back as my computer screen right now, (laughs) and so I clicked on Podcast Connect, and it'd take me back to sign in, Uh. so you were in this loop. And so, okay, iTunes, you cannot have them as a host. 
So you had to find a different host and then you get a URL that you connect with iTunes and they, anytime you upload from your host, it goes into your iTunes account. So like LibSync or whatever it's called. Yes, LibSync Lip Lip is really good. Um, I use SoundCloud as my major one, but I actually think I'm going to switch to LibSync soon. Um, but SoundCloud's really good and I love you guys. Um, so what you do is you put in your, your, um, uh, your picture, your cover picture, your information and blah, 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 and then you submit it. My picture was not up to iTunes standard. My pixels weren't high enough. Oh, yeah. So that's how I got stuck in this loop. And I couldn't figure it out because I thought that they would tell me about my picture after I submitted. Like, hey, you submitted, but this and this and this is wrong. But no, they don't even give you that. They're just like, they put you in this loop. Mm -hmm. So one night, I mean, it took me two, three weeks to get into iTunes. And I'm so frustrated. And I'm all... I wonder if it's just the picture. And I'm like, it can't be something that simple. Sure enough, I changed the pixels on it and it submitted it and I was on iTunes within two days. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I've been in a lot of forums where people are like, I'm stuck in this loop. Because, I mean, it was so bad that I contacted customer service and they were like, hey, Joy, sorry that you're having trouble, but you contacted the wrong department. You need to contact the Podcast Connect department. Please go to this website. So I went into that website, signed in, and then it said, what are you having trouble with? And I clicked on podcast, and it took me back to the sign-in. Wow. So, I would have just quit. I, I would just be so frustrated. I There was a lot of cursing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, iTunes is really rough. For me, another thing iTunes is... Um, they just came out with a beta version of their analytics, right? So their analytics, they only say who is listening to your podcast if they have the newest iPhone and the newest operating system. Oh, wow. So you don't know how many people are listening. Like right now, I think my iTunes is saying that 35 people have listened to my podcast, which iTunes is the biggest podcast listening. Like people, that's where they go to the most. Just like Kindle is where people read most of the eBooks, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, my SoundCloud has to be comparable to my iTunes. And my SoundCloud, um, I have one episode with Sean Polofsky who is Oh, fantastic. She's one of my favorites. 4,000 listens in one day. Wow. Wow. And they, iTunes is still like, nope, you only have 35 listens in a while. Okay. No. So my producer called him because this is when we were trying to get sponsors, and you can't get sponsors if you don't have the right number. And the amount of listens that I have on iTunes is, to me, astronomical. I mean, I'm super excited that people actually listen to this podcast. Like SoundCloud, I think I have over 400 subscribers. YouTube, I have over 300. I mean, it's exciting wow. for me. And, you know, like, I know it's small for other people, but for me, that's big. Yeah, if we can get, like, 10 people to listen to our podcast, Tom, huh? Oh, it's yeah. fun, right? It's super fun. And um, I know a lot of it, like, I get a lot of church people who listen. Oh, boy. So oh. I think what they do is they see the name Happy Endings with Joy Eileen, and they're like, this girl needs to be cleansed of her sin. Or they have, like, sexual frustration. Maybe. And trying to work it out. Maybe. Well, Happy Endings with the Lord and Joy Eileen. <laughs> I shall listen to her. Because, I mean, you, and normally I get, like, moans and groans on it. And it's just, you know, so... Yeah, iTunes, you have to call them to get your true numbers. It's 
pain in my ass. So, so you did get the true numbers then? I or? did, but every time you want them, because we need them for to get our sponsors, because our sponsors, like you, how many listeners do right. you have on iTunes, how many subscribers, you don't know how many subscribers you have on iTunes. So um, the only way you know is if you're like in the top 10, like if you're a Joe Rogan, if you're an Earl Skakel, like they're normally one and two. Oh, wow. And again, Joe Rogan, it's basically everybody's fighting for number two. Because the Joe Rogan experience is basically always going to be number one. Wow. So everybody, every other podcast is fighting for that number two spot. Um, until somebody knocks Joe Rogan off, which you never know. We're going to do it, babe. Fucking We're going to knock him off <laughs> with our UFC talk. He's terrifying. Well, he's super nice, but he's, he's got a lot of muscle that I want to massage. I see muscly people and I'm like, oh, I want to touch you. <laughs> In the most professional way. So, yeah, iTunes, you have to call them. So anybody who's listening who has a podcast, call them to get your real numbers. Wow. How long does it, the call to, I feel like calling iTunes would be like this, would be like calling customer service. And, I, is it, producer, are you like on hold for hours? or My producer does it because <laughs> she's the one that does all the, like I'm the talent. No. <laughs> yeah. That's you what know. we need. Our, we need a producer. She's yeah. just, I feel bad. I love her, but she's my gopher. You yeah. know, she's the one who got my sponsors. She's the one that who records. She's the one who like asks people like, because we're trying to get in festivals. We're trying to take quickies, the quick, the one with the table or the chair to festivals. So she's the one that did, and she's amazing at it. I'm not good at that stuff. So how do we get, uh, what's her name? Emily? How do we get an Emily? <laughs> I don't know. I got so lucky. I gave her a hug at the comedy store one night, and she became family. Wow. Wow. So just start hugging random people. Okay. And one of them will be your Emily. <laughs> Sometimes I feel, because like with the, my business of like producing shows, and sometimes I feel it's just a little overwhelming doing everything. That a little? Mm. I just wish I had extra help for someone. Like I don't want to. I don't necessarily have the means to pay them, but just like an intern or someone that's interested in, you know, uh-huh. seeing how to produce shows and everything. Yes. And her and I are just, I mean, I was doing the podcast before. I hadn't released it yet. I was trying to get a bunch of episodes together because, mm-hmm. uh, as you know, comics are very flaky and I didn't want, I wanted to release one once a week. And um, she just started helping me. Like she, we became friends and then she was like, Hey, do you, my friend has this podcast. It's a really great podcast. She's a professional massage therapist, blah, 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 blah. And then so she started booking. And then I started using her house to do it at. Oh. And then so finally I was like, you know what? Do you want to just say you're my producer? Like, you do so much for me. And, you know, that's kind of how it happened. That's cool. And we, I don't pay her. I, you know, hopefully when the sponsor money starts rolling in, we can do more. But we also decided that... Um, any sponsor money right now is going to go to more equipment. Like, that's where the cameras are going to go yeah, and stuff smart. like that. To invest back into the podcast. Mm-hmm. For sure. You have a thing with your hand? Why are we doing the oh. thing? Is Tom's back? Is there a lot of tension or is he chilling? He's pretty loose. I mean, yeah. the top of his shoulders and his neck and a little bit in the low back right in here. But no, you're pretty damn loose. Yeah. Does that mean he masturbates a lot? All right. That's While a... my hands are on his hand. You're not left-handed, are you? <laughs> I know. It makes him feel uncomfortable. That's why I say it. 
No masturbation material for you? For me? Uh, what, <laughs> what's, what kind of question is that? <laughs> that is a joy podcast question. Like his whole, his, he's tense now. Like, That's so funny. <laughs> that makes him feel so uncomfortable. I grew up Catholic. I very. So the priest did it for you. Oh. <laughs> never got touched by a priest. One, uh, one priest hugged him you too were a long cute and then kid, Tom was like, I'm good. Oh yeah. One of the, one priest I remember I was, so I, I went to Catholic school most of my life. Oh, my. Uh, from grade school all the way to college actually. I went to a Catholic college. So. In college, I went on this retreat, and we went to the south side of Chicago, worked with inner-city kids, did tutoring, and this priest took us, and I was, like, in my room reading, and he came in, and he's like, hey, I just want to thank you for coming on this trip. It really meant a lot, and he's like, could I get a hug? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I was, you know, I hug him, and he, he's still, like, hugging me, like, for a long time, like, way too long. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's just like... This is over, and uh, and that was it. But about a year later, he was accused of molesting a kid. I was like, was he trying to molest me as well? I don't know. Are you sad because you didn't? Like, you were, do you need, like, confirmation that you were a cute kid and you were molesting Well, Ariel? I was also 19, so I was Ooh, probably wasn't right. probably You were an adult, yeah. yeah. You but were out of the pedophile range. I had a young face, so. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> That's Tom, what he thought, too. Tom does look like, when we first were dating, I was like, oh, wow, you know, like, he's a young-looking guy, uh-huh. but he was, Tom's, uh, Tom's up there. You're up there, He's Tom? 60. I'm Whoa. 67 years old. Is that why your skin is wrinkled? No. Uh, <laughs> just my balls. <laughs> that is the after-massage right there. Right, the... After hours, <laughs> massage cast after hours. <laughs> Raw. Raw. <laughs> Raw. <laughs> I bet Joe. Jo- Mrs. Uh, Mar- Marvels. Marvels. Mrs. Mold. Miso. Yeah. Uh, everyone tells me to watch that shit. Everyone tells me that they they're like Joy. She reminds me of you, and I'm all, because oh. she's a woman doing comedy. Yeah. Is that the? I guess. I, I get that too. Well, no, I try. I try to watch it. I also don't have time for TV because I have the podcast, the kids, yeah, the husband, the massage work, the comedy, and then I'm trying yeah, to publish it's crazy. my next book. You know, like, right? I just don't. It's well, Tom and I talk about. It. It's like a time period. I don't. Not yeah. into it. I'm not. I, I make time for TV. I love TV. I just started watching The Good Place on Netflix. Okay. Kristen Bell, and it's so good. I, it's really funny. I have the only show that I binge watch is iZombie. I don't know why, but that is I love that show. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's cute. It's she's a she turns into a zombie and she works at a morgue, and so she eats the morgue the people who are dead their brains. But when she eats their brains, she gets some of their memories, and she helps solve how they died. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, shut up, Tom. It's like a procedural zombie Where can show. Where watch that? That is on Netflix. Nice. And I adore it. It's silly. Like, and, oh, the best part about it is the people's brains that she's eating, she takes on their personality. So, she's eating a stripper's brain, and, like, she's all upon the guys, like, and they're like, what are you doing? And she's like, I don't know. I just gyrated my hips for you podcast listeners. <laughs> and, you know, like, and then one lady was a habitual liar. So she just like had been, she's like, I don't know why I'm lying. 
And so, yeah, it's funny. I'll check that out. I try to, I try to watch uh, that Santa, Santa Clarita diet. And I didn't like it. I didn't get, yeah. But I love Drew Barrymore. She's so horrible. I can't stand her. Really? Her lips don't move when she talks, and it freaks me out. I love uh, Never Been Kissed, and I just grew up liking those movies. Right. I mean, I like the, I, I can't say happy endings anymore um, due to what I do for a living, but I like the happily ever afters. I mean, that's why I write books is because it's oh, yeah. all happily ever after, but I just, I don't know. I have a hard time with her. She, when I lie, my top lip doesn't move. So the whole time she's talking, I'm like, she's lying. Like, her lips aren't moving. She's lying. She's a liar. She's but a liar. It's insane the life that she had as far as just, like, being, like, 11 years old and at these Hollywood parties and That's smoking crazy. and drinking. And it's like, just... Oh, yeah, the, Tom, didn't you have a crush on her? Oh, oh yeah. Like, she and I were in the movie uh, Big Miracle, not together, but the this director, I, I was in the show Outsourced on NBC and then... This director really liked me, and he put me in the movie Big Miracle, which was a Drew Barrymore. And uh, so, yeah, so he yeah, always... Plugging. He, plugging, plugging. <laughs> but he always works with Drew Barrymore, so I, I just always thought... And I don't know, I, I think I think because of Fifty uh, First Date, she just came across as, like, you know, America's sweetheart. I think she's... Because we were talking about... I don't... Uh, we were talking about actors, and I... Well, who did I bring up that I had a crush on? I think Vince Vaughn. And then Tom never talks about any actor that he liked. I like Vince Vaughn, too. Do you? Mm -hmm. That's a good one. He's a cutie. Just that, he's just like, uh, you know, Midwest, tall, like Tommy. Uh-huh. Hey. Hey. You know, successful, smart. I mean, he's everything. Awesome. Yeah, you gotta get some, uh, like, movie stars like yeah. Vince Vaughn and those guys. That's, hopefully, um, I have a couple porn stars who want to do it. Nice. And I'm super excited because I have so many questions. So many questions. I bet Andy Dick could be on the podcast. Yeah, then he'll grope you. That'll be great. <laughs> like, I keep saying, I'm like, who does John have to give a blowjob to for me to make it in this industry? Like Andy Dick? There you go. Maybe 20 years ago. I know. Makes me sad. I'm like, why? I, the casting couch sounded so easy. <laughs> it's what a shortcut. If the, the porn thing is funny because one of my dreams is to host the VMAs. Really? Yeah, I would love to do that. So I have this thought in my head every time the VMAs are on. I think it's not the VMAs. It's what is the, it? No, it's the adult porn. Well, whatever. AF yeah, yeah, AFN. You know what? AF, adult, know what we're so. talking about. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I get the letters mixed up. I think it stinks in there. It probably smells like dirty puss puss, and I just I don't know. I have a feeling that venue stinks and. Because they're all like fingering each other in the bathroom, like, oh my god, you won best anal? And uh, I bet they're uh, pretty conservative, you know? You think? I'm probably the opposite of whatever you expect. Uh, I don't I just think it's funny. Like, well, I, I know comics that, like, a lot, there's been a few female comics that have hosted it. So I think that would be like a cool gig. There you go. And you'll have to let me know. Just to dress up and, you know, talk about porn. Just text like, me and be like, Joy, it doesn't smell. And we'll be all, oh, my dreams have expired. <laughs> You're quiet down there. This is funny. I love the fact I that... I fell asleep. You can't fall asleep. I'll stick my elbow in you. Oh, all right. I'm awake. You're back. 
So is with with massaging. Is there like I feel you know with comedy, you start off not knowing what you're doing. So is it like when you're giving massages? Is it like can you hurt somebody? Uh, Go to massage school. Yeah. I know, but still, you you gotta like practice on people like to get better. I you know. I was going to school for physical therapy before I went to massage school, so I kind of already knew the muscles, the bones, the origins, the insertions, and all of that. The insertions? Yeah. Your muscles have an origin, and they have an insertion, which explains, like, it's how they contract, is how they move your bones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm getting, I'll get super dorky in a minute. Uh, So, I don't know. And I've always had the touch, I think. My grandma used to make me massage her feet all the time. <laughs> That's worse than the priest hugging me a long time. <laughs> a little bad, yeah. And then she'd make me go hug a priest. Right, right. So, yeah. Everyone from Texas is calling you. Should I answer? Uh, no. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I do all these prank. I get these calls from these scammers and I prank them. And uh, sometimes they call. Do you record and, and pranking them? Yeah, I have a couple. I had one that went like 300,000 views on it Ooh. because I let him go for a really long time. It's pretty funny. But the guy I was talking to, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go to the Western Union right now. So I pretended like I ran over there. Oh, and I pretended I was in the store. And then I said, oh, my gosh, my boss is here. i got to hide. He's like, go in the bathroom. So I did like this whole like scenario with the guy. It was like an improv scene. That's fantastic. I had a guy on, no, it was Prince Harry, DM'd me on Twitter. Nice. And told me he wanted me to be his orphanage ambassador. Oh. And I, I have screenshots of it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So then um, <laughs> I told him I kidnapped a kid and was sending him to the orphanage. And he's like, no, 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 I did not say to do that. I just wanted money for the kids. And I'm all... You know what? It took me a lot to kidnap this little girl. You better take care of her. And I'm like, and you probably should dye her hair because you know her picture's all over the internet, and her parents are kind of a little upset. I will not do that. I will not do that. And then I took, I found a, I found a photo on the internet, like a stock photo of a little girl with a hand over her mouth, and I oh sent God. it to him. And I'm all, this is the little girl that's going to be showing up on the plane. And I gave him like all this plane information, and he's oh like, God. you need to stop taking kids. <laughs> I like that's where his moral, like morals come into play. Right. And then steal money, but not children. And it was Prince Harry. So, right. Of course, all of this is in an English accent, so it's very charming. Like kidnapping is more charming with an English accent, I think. Well, I was uh, while Steph was getting her massage. I got I was looking at my Twitter, and I got three new followers, and it's the same guy with three different names. Okay. I'm like oh, Twitter's doing a great job. <laughs> I think all those such. Twitter is horrible. No, I have forty eight thousand followers on Twitter. So oh my Twitter gosh! Is amazing. Oh, wow. oh, that's right, because you were helping me promote my special when it I first came out. I, I appreciate that. Wow, your special is awesome. Thank you. Like a lot of the jokes I've seen you do, so like when you started them, I kind I was excited. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know how this one's gonna go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just put it on Amazon Prime. So nice. now, now it's free for Amazon Prime people. That's what, you know what? Amazon rules my life. Because I, I have everything on Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. How does it work with, with downloading books? Or how, how does, do you get paid for that? Or is it just 
is it free on the site or how are you doing it? So you get to name your price for your book. Uh-huh. Um, so I have one book that's, it's a series and the first book is a cliffhanger. So I make that one 99 cents because I want people to right. do the consecutive ones. So the 99 cent book, I think I get 35 cents every time somebody purchases it. Right. The two ninety nine book, I get a dollar five. Okay. Um, okay, and then there's this thing called Kindle Unlimited, where people can pay nine ninety nine a month, and if any books that are in the, like subscribe to the Kindle Unlimited, you get paid per page. So people can just borrow. It's like a library, and um, so you get paid per page because some people might read ten pages and never read your book again. So you only get paid for those ten pages. Right. Um, and what you do is um, you get a monthly thing like. So and so million people subscribe to Kindle Unlimited, so every page is going to be worth this much. Okay. So and then the next month it'll be like this month, so and so many people. So now it's like the pages vary depending on how many people are subscribed to Kindle Unlimited. So it yeah. And when you're in Kindle Unlimited, you are Amazon exclusive. Mm -hmm. So you can't have it on iTunes. You can't have it on oh. Yuck. It has to be Kindle Unlimited exclusive. So that's, they, they're really good at like marketing and corralling you. Yeah. Was that just a forearm you put into my back? Yeah, you're welcome. I'm wow. watching what you're doing and then I'm doing the video. <laughs> She's loving it. She is. <laughs> Look at her face. Have you guys always been like bulldog people or? I've always been obsessed with bulldogs. I had a little statue bulldog when I was a kid. But she's my second one. They have a lot of issues, but mm -hmm. they're such goofy personalities, and she's the sweetest. She is so great. That's yeah. how our basset hounds. Like I have yeah, I basset hound things. fetish, and I because I, I have big ears, so I like animals with big ears. I'm like, yeah, I just love their bodies. Yes, they're yeah. so goofy. Just like the short, you know, like her, like the short. And she's like, for 11 years old, like she's mm -hmm. still in pretty good shape. She still like jumps off the couch and like, you know. She shouldn't. She shouldn't. Yeah, that's our basset hounds. But with uh, bulldogs, you know, they like 11 is crazy. They don't live that long. Uh huh. So like every day I'm like, wow, she's still here. Yay, another day. Yeah, that's how our basset hounds. And we all, we went to the shelter and we got a basset hound pit bull mix. Oh, <laughs> That's Farley. He's goofy as hell. It's like big head on a little dog. That's how Farley got his name. Big head on a little dog. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like I love the basset hound personality because they're so goofy. And he, he seriously thinks he's one of the kids. Like the kids go outside and he's like, we're going outside. The kids go and eat dinner. He's like, it's dinner time. Like he's, he's so funny. And then Mitzi is our, um, she's Chihuahua wiener dog mix. She's, <laughs> she's also black, which everybody's like, I can't believe you named that dog Mitzi. Like, Mitzi would be rolling over in her grave if she knew. And she's, she's our, like, protector. She's the warrior. And then Delilah's our basset hound, and she just doesn't move. You just leave her alone. Yeah. She's like, I'm tired. Like she'll look at the kids, and the kids will give her kisses, and then she's like, Go now. Yeah. <laughs> I've had my kisses. I'm done with you. Well, Abby's like, like we have our bed, and she'll once we leave, she'll just go on the bed, and she just loves it. It's yeah, like yeah, this yeah. is mine. This is not yours. Humans have left. Mm. 
Have you have you done? Uh, did you say Brody Stevens is going to be on the podcast? He is. He oh talked to me God. last night. Oh, I, I just to get him to sit still for a half an hour. <laughs> I'd be impressed. Sam, I don't know if you know who Sam Tripoli is, but he's yeah, yeah. very ADHD. Uh huh. And he's that person that can't be off of his phone. Oh, yeah. And his phone, he charged it, so it was way far away from him. And in the middle of the massage, you hear him go, Hey, Joy, um, can you go get my phone for me? <laughs> We're doing the podcast. And yeah, and then. He got on his phone, and I'm like, okay, we're pretty much done. And he, I did him for, I think, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And his podcast ended up being like 35, because I had to cut out 10 minutes of him going, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, had, I've been on podcasts where, like, the guys left the room as I'm talking. Oh, He's like, oh, I'll be right back. And it's like, this is, like, what are we doing? What is this? like? Tom, yeah, Tom's on a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I it's, did. I did Bert's, Bert Kreischer's. Yeah, I did his wife's. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's the one who encouraged me to me and Steph to start our own podcast. So it was last year I was on his, and I I should have taken him up on the offer. He's like, oh yeah, we can do it right now, and I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what though? Stick with it because so many people. There's so many podcasts out there right now, but. It's the ones that you're like, the unprofessional ones, the ones where people forget right. the charger to their computer, forget <laughs> to plug in the microphone. <laughs> Wait a minute. Huh. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people who start them. And then there's also, like, I like the fact that it's you two together. Mm-hmm. Because you, you can't talk about the same thing, which is why I'm like, what can I make unique? And I'm like, who? I'll do massage. And, you know, hopefully talk about people who are injured. And then I get two people who are, like, perfectly healthy. And they're like, no, I've never broken anything in my life. So. But my back's fucked up because I'm a hunchback. <laughs> yeah, is there anything she can do to, like, I don't want to be with her if she's going to be a hunchback. Sure you do. You can call her Quasimodo. <laughs> you can get her a bell pull for Christmas. Like, there's so much you can do. No, you she... do the heavy lifting around here. That's what she Whoa. can do. Whoa. That's what <laughs> I... stretching, well, stretching, icing. Like, if it gets too bad, icing. Like, if you're on the computer, just, you know, standing up and pushing your shoulders back. Boobs out, shoulders back. Tits out. Tits out, shoulders back, yeah. She has bad wrists, too. All right. Because <laughs> they're the bartending. First bartending and... And serving, so all these heavy ass plates. Mm-hmm. That's how my elbows are because I do this a lot. Oh yeah. Um, and that was one of the first jokes I ever wrote. Is I'm a massage therapist. No, I don't give happy endings. Or no, what did I say? I have to stop giving happy endings though. And everybody's like, "Boo!" And well, it's not my fault. Workers' comp doesn't cover tennis elbow. Mm-hmm. Just a stupid <laughs> joke. Well, I, one thing when when Joy took my stand up class, stand up teacher dot com. I took uh, I took one and two. Yeah, but she was always she always wrote. She was always yeah. very, uh, and I think that was just part of being an author and stuff like that was where you excelled, and uh, so every week you know because sometimes I have students that take it and they don't really make any adjustments and you would always make adjustments which i think is is great and you'd experiment and stuff and i think that's that's how you become a better comic is is yeah your class i liked your class because 
I knew that I had a specific date, specific time that it was going to be dedicated to comedy. Right. And that just, that was awesome. And, you know, he'd give us those little homework assignments, and I am, I try and be teacher's pet, straight A student. Um, so I was like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. And just, you know, I got to find more comic. Like, I found my favorite comic besides, you know, Tom and Stephanie Clark. I got to find the comic that I love the most, and he does crowd work. Who that? Rick Ingram. I've heard of him. He is the funniest. Oh, he he just gets on stage and he just does crowd work. And it's off the top of his head. It's so amazing to watch him. I have a huge comedy crush on him. Yeah. And yeah, John, and they like to make fun of him. Like John's like, hey, Joe, Rick wants to say hi to you. And I'm like, no, go away. Well, you mentioned but earlier, Sean. You had Sean Plum. Yes. And before I got into comedy, I was interning for um, someone, someone involved in comedy, and I saw Sean, and I thought she was just so funny, and she was so sweet. And then um, years later, like last year, Tom and Tom and me and, and Sean worked together in Santa Barbara, and it oh. felt so cool to, like, before doing comedy... And looking up to somebody and then being on the show with them was yes. like really awesome. She, and she's so, like, she's, I not enough people, I feel like, she's underrated or, like, Tom it, like, not enough people know of her, maybe, or maybe, uh-huh. I don't know, but yeah. she's just, all, like, so amazing. So amazing. Just, yeah. just, just, like, off the cuff, crowd work like Tom and and just well-crafted jokes and and so relatable physical physical stretch it out and just genuine like a fucking genuine person so nice she i was i was you know how you get like you kind of get upset because you're just not getting mics and it just gets a little frustrating and one day i got super frustrated and i text her and i'm like hey because she told me she's like i'll get you in with the gays she's like i'll get you gay (laughs) mics and i'm all I don't know if I'm cool enough. <laughs> yeah. And I called her. I'm all, I know you said that you would get me some gay mics. I'm all, I, I just need mics. I go, I haven't. It, it's struggling to get on mics right now. And she's all, baby, I got you. And then she's like, but she's doing a show right now. She's all, as soon as this shows up, she's like, I have you. And that, it was so nice. And I was like, thank, I go, I'm not like begging and asking. And I, I hate doing this. And she's like, no, I've got you. So it, it's nice. I think that's one of the things I tell comics is ask. Yes. Like, so many comics, like, they're like, oh, I wish I could do this. And it's like, have you asked them? Like, yeah. And it's like, yes. a lot of it is, like, yeah, sure, they're going to turn you down sometimes, but, or not respond. But 90% of the time, like, you know, mm-hmm. if you got the product to back it up, people yeah. are going to. Like, I, I, I was hesitant to ask in the beginning, and then. People are like, oh, wow, you're doing a lot of shows. It's like, yeah, because I, I ask a lot. That's where like, I'm I, at. I tell women they don't ask enough. I have no female headliners hitting me up for stage time. Right. Like, rarely any. Mm-hmm. Or if I say, hey, follow up with me in a month or two, never. Yeah. Right. And I encourage women to, like, ask. I don't I don't know why. I think maybe it's a society thing to wait to be asked. Mm-hmm. But I think that more women need to be aggressive. Right. That's where I am right now. That's the step I'm on right now is I'm starting to ask more. And it's it's very hard for me, but that's where I'm at. Because there was two things that in Tom's comedy class that I got that stuck with me. Is one, you said ask. And two, you said show up. Right. Just show up. And 
I've noticed that is a huge thing where people just don't show up. It's amazing. Right. I know. Being reliable. Be on time. Uh Uh-huh. Just follow through and, like, respond. Like, if comics, let's say I had a comic cancel and I need a spot filled quickly, I remember everyone that responds to me quickly. Uh So then I'll remember to ask them, like, oh, this person responds within, like, a half an hour Mm -hmm. to an hour. Or, oh, this person doesn't look at their messages and doesn't get back for a day and then I'm not going to ask them. And that's how, that's funny. That's how I've had a lot of spots. Like, hey, Joy, blah, 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 just canceled. Can you be here? I'm like, give me 30 minutes. I'm on my way. Right. You know? Yeah, you're reliable and and then you have, like, like Tom said, the material to back it up. You'll, I think, always be working. Right. You just got to get the material. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's like hand in hand. You gotta get on stage to get the material together, and you gotta, and you gotta get in front of good crowds. Like you know, you can't like these guys that stick with the open mics. Like, yeah, you're paying your dues, but you know, performing for your buddies isn't gonna help you get better for a crowd out in Ventura or something. You know? Yeah, I know. A lot of these, op- I mean, I I haven't had luck finding good open mics. Mm-hmm. I don't really do them because the what it, I've experienced is just waiting a few hours right. and then performing for comics on their cell phone or mm-hmm. looking at me like with an angry face. I'm like, oh wow, this isn't helpful at all. Mm-hmm. And then like I've heard mics where you pay, and I'm just not a believer in paying. To yeah. I just I don't like I can't do it. Yes, the only open mic I do is the one at Cabo Wabo, and that's just because they bark. They bark for two hours at the show, and they go on. It's on Hollywood Boulevard, so they go down to Hollywood, and it's fun because you don't know what kind of crowd you're getting. Like there was six Australian tourists that had no idea why they were there. They just somebody just said, "Hey, there's a comedy show. Go up there," and they just took direction really well. (laughs) And they're sitting there, and I'm like, "You guys." no idea what you're doing and they're all no no and it's so you get that's how I, that's the crowd I like because it's almost like performing but yeah the other open mics no there's times I've spent four or five hours and yeah. not, no stage time whatsoever I find ones out in the suburbs that no one goes to I probably shouldn't share this because it's my little I secret this out too. <laughs> I like this secret it's but good. I go to ones where it's like musicians uh-huh. and then like or especially just out in the suburbs there, there's not really that many comics out here, and like I found one this coffee shop, and you do you call to reserve your spot, you do 15 minutes, and you know some people aren't paying attention, they're on their computer, but there are some paying attention, and I just did 15 minutes on a Saturday. It's amazing. And also like in the improv community, like these improv like UCB or uh, the what's that one called the clubhouse? Um, we've done stand up at places with improv groups and you know the improv groups are very supportive like they're a good audience it's like like i don't know why people bang their head against a wall doing some coffee shop with a hundred comics that aren't listening Mm -hmm. when you could spend your time better elsewhere (laughs) no i agree okay how do you feel oh so good these other comics told me an idea they had where they rent a theater not for that much and then they bark and get a crowd in uh-huh. and then they worked out like 30 to an hour or whatever material that's how um yeah, that's how the comedy channel guys did it and it was they built their own stages like they built it yeah. so yeah you want to plug anything? I, oh your butt crack is 
Am I done? Full, yeah. All right. Unless you want to plug Ugh. something. Plug something. Uh, totally check out Funny Girl Events and uh, my special Outraged on Amazon Prime okay. and the Clarks and the Clarks and the Clarks and shop or adopt don't shop I'm dyslexic shop don't adopt no adopt adopt <laughs> alright bye alright that was my episode with Tom and Stephanie Clark uh, please go and like all of their information. Also, mine. Um, like, subscribe. We're on YouTube. Comment. Um, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes is where I really need the bump. So if you guys could help me out, I'd really appreciate it. Also, sponsors and um, just get a hold of me on any of the social media. Or you can also get a hold of me at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. Goodbye.